Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on page Kufyud 110, and about 10 lines from the top. The line that starts with Venizdakich. We're starting at the, word, the end of the line. This is the general difference between the Cheshen, um, the breastplate of judgment, and the Eifoid, the garment, which is like an apron, which had shoulder straps at the top of the two stones and then the top of the shoulder straps. So we started out speaking about the these two different garments of the cane. And we've just been talking about that there's a general difference between um, two types of stones. One stone that from the beginning of its existence, it's very pure and very shiny. And then there's another one that's only purified. It's made pure only through its being um, grown or produced in the earth. And after that, you also need a person to to uh, make it shiny, to, um, to work on it in order to bring out that shiny nature within it. But it's not naturally shiny. And... So too, so that's basically the difference between the shayam, the shayam stone, to the rest of the types of stones. The shayam stone was the stone which is on the chayshin, uh, and the aphoid. So, the shayam is a stone which is very pure in its very essence. Other types of stones, like the sapphire stone and the yoshve stone, which was one of the stones on the chayshin uh, mishpat. They are only stones which are, you have to bring about their shiny nature. And that is the difference between Ma and Ban. Ma is the, refers to the Oyer Atzmi, essential light, which is a revelation from above. And Ban is the, refers to the light of Hashem, the godly energy, which is produced through our refining the physical, the sparks from the physicality. Um, And then we ended off with that, this the saying of the sages, Tara, Tara, purity brings to holiness. Purity refers to something which is connected to impurity, and it's purified by uh, refining. And that brings to Kedusha, which is Kaddish Ba'etzim, something which is essentially holy and not connected at all to impurity. So this is the general difference between the Cheshen and the Eifeid now, returning to this this concept, this discussion before. The Eifeid, who prinas mashpia. Aphid, the aphid garment, which again was the, the apron type garment, which the two sol- shoulder straps, the shoulder straps with the stones on the top of them, with six of the tribes of Israel on each stone. The aphid, the mashpia, is the level of the mashpia of the giver. Which refers to, like we just said, the, the name of Hashem, which is written with uh, the Yud Kevavki with the olives, which is uh, the Gematria of Ma, 45. And had the, the Shoyham stone on it. Which refers to this essential light of the name of Ma. 
So that is the Shaham stone, something which is essentially holy, which doesn't have any connection to um, to independent feeling, independent existence at all. That is the idea of the Shaham stone. Like the stones, these stones were pure in their very essence, and they were shiny without any having to have any work done on them, without being having to have without having to have been polished by the person bezod. The Shaham Oisius Moisha. That's why. The stone, this stone, Shayam, was the same letters as Moshe. Shubchen is Shema, which Moshe is, he was the, his soul came from this level of Shema. And that's why what Moshe said about himself, what are we? And Rashi says, what, are, what, what importance do we have before Hashem? He was totally nullified out of his existence without any feeling of his own self. So Shayam is the same letters as Moshe because Shayam is this level of Ma, something which is pure by its very, by its very essence. And that's why the stones of the Aphoid um, were called the stones of remembrance. Because in general, the idea of remembrance is the level of Chachma. How do we know that remembrance refers to Chachma? Because it says. The um and the one of the parshias the portions that we have in the tefillin says as a remembrance between your eyes, and that is in the part the the portion which is in the tefillin, the portion which starts off kaddish, and kaddish is the idea of 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 holiness which is holiness which refers to chokhmah like we said before, kedusha kedusha is something which is kaddish which is essentially holy which refers to the revelation of. Godliness, which is pure without any work by, without any, without any connection to refinement and to yeshes. So within that parsha of Kadesh is the verse which talks about the zikardin, remembrance. So that is the idea of chachma, hubchenas shema, which is the level of shema. And also the idea of chachma in general is something which is connected to remembrance. Because chachma is the stage in intellect, in intellectual, um, intellectualization where a person has not yet brought it down to his own understanding in Bina. He hasn't really, you know, digested the concept properly yet. But he's, he's just, he just has the pure Nikuda, the point, the essential point of the whole concept, like the seed before it sprouts into the tree. But even though he only has the point, but it's, he has the essential points before it's been tarnished by his own understanding. So on that level, before it's been connected to the yeshes of your own being, of your own understanding, that is when there's no, there's no, there's no possibility of forgetting. It's just the you, you see the essence of the concept in that level. So that's the deeper explanation why chachma is connected to understanding, uh, to sorry, to remembering. And that's why the stones of the aphid, which are shayham stones, which are connected to chachma ma, are avni zikardin are stones of remembrance, but in their very essence. Because they, they themselves, these stones themselves, are stones of remembrance. Because they are connected to the Shoyam, which is which is the revelation of Ma. Avel Avnei Choshen, but the stones of the breastplate of judgment. Who shall yidei habiter nasim v'chinas eiramir? These stones were different types of stones. They were that through the refinement of these stones, they became shiny stones. So stones that shine. V'lochin einei nikroim avnei zikarim b'atzim. That's why the stones on the this breastplate were not called stones of remembrance, meaning they themselves are not stones of remembrance. Rather, Aaron carried this breastplate in order to be a remembrance to uh, to Hashem. The Hainashim is meaning to say that the stones themselves were not stones of remembrance, but through the fact that Aaron wore this breastplate, it, it brought about a remembrance to Hashem. The Hainashim is which implies that these stones 
had to be refined and to bring and to be caused to be in a state of to bring about a state of remembrance by Hashem. Not that they themselves, in their very essence, are stones of remembrance. They brought about remembrance only through the fact that Aaron carried them, meaning through the refinement of Aaron uplifting them, then they were able to bring about a remembrance to Hashem. So what is this idea, this expressed in our service of Hashem, who in and Nefeshabamis, it refers to the refinement of the of the animal soul. Which, what does this refer to? The stones of the breastplate, which were not uh, stones of remembrance in their very essence. They had to be brought about. They had to be refined in order to bring about remembrance. This is the idea of the the stones, like we said before, the stones as the refers to the letters. So meaning to say the letters of the animal soul and the powers, the faculties of the animal soul. They they became they become as a remembrance before Hashem only through the process of of a person refining his animal soul and uplifting it. Now this is also the idea we asked earlier. What is the idea of engraving the, the names of the tribes on the stones? This refers to the names of the tribes, which are obviously the holy tribes, the sons of Yaakov, which are all holy tzaddikim. These names refer to the powers of the godly soul, that enclose in the animal soul in order to refine it, which the animal soul, the powers of the animal soul, is the, these stones, these stones on the breastplate of judgment, which are not stones, which were not shoyham stones. They were not stones which were refined in their very essence. Rather, they had to be uplifted. And that is through the engraving of the tribes, of the names of the tribes, which are referring to the powers of the godly soul becoming engraved and enclosed within the powers of the animal soul in order to uplift it. Vizo, which means that through our service of using our godly soul's understanding of Hashem and really affecting and bringing about our understanding of the understanding of the godly soul and the love and the fear of Hashem that is what the only way that the godly soul acts is through the animal soul which is basically through the human powers of the body so through you affecting your powers of your of your godly soul meaning contemplating on the greatness of Hashem and through thereby arousing a love and fear of Hashem that in effect is actually causing your powers of your godly soul to become enclosed into the powers of the, of the animal soul and that your physical heart and your physical mind should be uplifted by the love and fear of Hashem. Now we also asked this question before, what is the difference between seemingly the stones of the chayshin, the stones of the, of the breastplate of judgment um, which Aaron carried before Hashem, which we said refers to uplifting all the names of the tribes, meaning all of Israel, uplifting all the Jewish souls to become back to their source and subsumed and absorbed in godliness, and also the uh, kindling of the of the lights of the Meneira, which is also done by Aaron, which also refers to the lights, refers to the, the candles, refers to the Jewish souls, uplifting the Jewish souls. What's the difference between that? The difference between the stones of the breastplate of judgment and the kindling of the night's lights of the Meneira, Shazel, Elias, and Nefeshalakis, Atzmai. Which the kindling of the lights of the of the menorah only refers to the uplifting of the godly soul itself, and it's not connected at all to the refining of the animal soul. But the stones of the breastplate of judgment, which were not stones which were refined in their very nature, which Aaron carried these stones in order to bring about a remembrance. Who refers to the refining and the uplifting of the animal soul.
So now, in order to understand all this, we first have to understand the idea of the uplifting or the kindling of the lights of the Menera. In order to understand what was the, the idea of, the, of Aaron carrying and uplifting the Jewish souls through his carrying the breastplate of judgment with the stones, with the six, the names of the six tribes of Israel, and both of them, which refers to the uplifting of the animal soul of the Jewish people. But the uplifting, the kindling of the night lights in the Menorah refers to uplifting of the godly soul of the Jewish people. So we first have to understand the idea of the kindling of the lights of the Menorah. The Yedua, the Aaron, who b'chinas shushvina dematrunisa, it, it says in the Zohar that Aaron is the the Shushvina de Matrinisa. He's the one who escorts the queen. What does that mean? Shemaila Shemaila Neshami Sisrael. It refers to that he is the um, the queen refers to the Jewish souls, and the king refers to Hashem. So Aaron and his soul was the one who uplifted and was the so to say the escort of the Jewish souls to go up to Hashem, help them uplift, to help them to ascend and to connect back to their source and godliness. Like, like it says, in the, when Aaron would uplift or would kindle the lights of the Meneir, or that means that he would uplift the Jewish souls and escort them back to Hashem. The candles of the Meneir refers to the souls of Israel. Like this verse says, the candle of Hashem is the soul of man. And the seven lights, the candles of the Meneirah, the seven branches and the seven candles of the Meneirah refers to the seven different levels there are in the serve and those who serve Hashem. Meaning every Jewish soul comes from a different um, different level in godliness, which is, I said earlier, refers to the seven emotive attributes from Chesed to Malchus, which basically every soul has a more connection to one of those emotive attributes and therefore his whole service of Hashem flows through one of those def- these paths. There are some people that their soul comes from the stem of chesed, of kindness, which is the idea of love. And so some of those, some Jewish souls more connected to the idea of love of Hashem, and some are more connected to the idea of fear of Hashem. And some people are more connected to the idea of arousing compassion on their soul, mercy on their soul. And some souls are more connected to the idea of netzach, because they come from the stem of Netzach, from the level of Netzach, of Atzilus, which is the idea of Nitzuach, of being victorious and overcoming all obstacles in the service of Hashem. That in general, in the Jewish soul, there's seven different levels in their service of Hashem. Depending on what level they come from in the branches of the Menorah, or more specifically, from the different emotive attributes of the world of Atzilus. The Inyan Ha'alos and Eres, and the idea of Aaron now kindling and uplifting the the candles, the flames of the Menorah, which refers to the Jewish souls, who shehim That it means that the Aaron would draw down a avaraba, a great love, to the Jewish souls. to bring about within the Jewish souls a rotzi, a yearning, a running back to their source, a kiloyin, and almost like a expiring of their souls. The to become absorbed and subsumed in the source from where their souls were hewn from, in the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem. So he brought about, Aaron brought about this uh, great love, which means an infinite godly love, which is something which we cannot arouse from our finite powers down here. Only Aaron was able to draw that down and make that love shine within our souls and thereby arousing within our souls an infinite desire to come back to its infinite source in godliness. So that was the idea of Aaron kindling the flames of the Menorah, uplifting us, meaning drawing down um, an infinite godly love into our souls.
And this is similar to the to a physical spark, which runs with a great running and ascent to become absorbed back into the great um, flame or to the great torch, like a small spark that naturally runs back, like you know, figuratively running back to become absorbed into the a great torch, which is right next to it. and the shama. There, similarly, will be this yearning, this desire, this running of the. In the spark of the soul, he called about to become absorbed into the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem. Because every single uh, soul of Israel is like a little spark coming from the great flame of um, of the essence of godliness. Every soul is a piece of godliness. So it's like a little spark. And Aaron was able to draw down this great love, revelation of this infinite love into the soul, and that would cause it to... Basically, he brought the torch closer to us, meaning he brought got the essence of godliness closer to our souls, and therefore caused us to want to run back to that essence. Tehine, for behold, Hanashama Hagam Ner Havaya, the soul, even though the soul of every Jewish person is like the candle of Hashem, meaning it's naturally connected to Hashem. Like a little spark which is uh, separated from the great flame, the great torch, a uh, huge torch. Even if it's separated from that great torch, it still shines. It's still shiny. It's a little spark from that torch. It's separated, but it's still shiny. It still has that um, characteristic of the great of the great torch. The soul, even how it is in its source, in that torch, it's still uh, similar to this idea of a, a spark which has been separated uh, separated from that torch. Kamesh's Barbie, Geras HaKedish, has explained in Geras HaKedish, the fourth section of Tanya, as explained in that um, epistle 20, that the souls, even how they are in their source, meaning even how they are before they've been clothed into the physical bodies, they are can, there are already specific creations. There's a creation of a soul. If you can talk about a specific soul, it's already created, it's already separate from its source. Therefore, even how it is above in godliness, before it's enclosed into the body, it says in, the, in that epistle, that section of Tanya, it says, they already become separated from the vessels of the world of Atzilus, meaning they already have become separated, they already have their own independent existence, their own independent being these souls. Therefore, even now they are still in godliness, before they've been clothed in the body, they're like this um, spark which is separated from the great torch. Nevertheless, even at that, at that level, even though they've already become separated, they're still, uh, the Kusmam is literally godliness. Just that they are pieces of godliness which have now had their own independent being. As explained there in Tanya, they are similar to the godliness of the vessels, meaning the vessels of Hashem, the vessels of the spheres of, of the world of Atsilus. These vessels, even though their whole existence is to define and to limit the godly energy of the world of Atsilus, to limit that, that, that simple energy and to allow it to come into expressions, specific expressions, limited expressions, but the vessels are obviously still powers of Hashem powers of limitation, which are also godly. They're Hashem's powers to limit Himself. So too, the soul here, how it's already become, even how it's still in, in godliness, before it's enclosed in the soul, before it's enclosed in the body, it is similar to this idea of Kalim. It is a limited power of godliness. And that's why we still say that the soul, even, even how it's become its own separate existence, is still a shining light. It still has a connection to godliness, obviously. It's still 
it is still godly. It's just now it godliness how it's how godliness has become a specific power, like the vessels of the world of Atzilus. That's why in other places in Chassidus it says the neshama is called elikus shenasa nivra, godliness how it's become an existence, how it's become a creation. When we call but nevertheless the soul, even how before it become in the body, it still has descent has descended. Um, it's descended a lot has really become a lot lower how it is in its real source, totally absorbed in godliness. And it's kind of, it's descended in a chain-like descent from level to level. Like it says, like you say in the prayer in um, the morning brachis, the Hashem, the, the, the soul which you have given me, um, it's holy. And then we say, you have created it, you have formed it, and you have blown it within me. These are the different levels that the soul goes through when it's descent into the body. That when the soul finally descends through all these levels and clothed in the physical body, when it's blown into our into our body, then the light of the soul has become becomes hidden, and it's no longer shining like it does when it's still above being clothed in our body. How the soul is still within its spiritual source, it's in a revelation, it's in the level of revelation of light, meaning the, the light of the soul is still felt. The cold nishmasa have a kind Every soul, this is this is a staying from the Zayar about the soul, how it's still in its source. Every soul, it was standing in its in its form. Before the holy king, which is the, referring to the light which is planted to the tzaddik elian, to the supernal tzaddik, that means the soul, how it's still in its source, how it's standing before the holy king. There, there it was kaima bidukna, it was still in its original form, meaning before it was still in its original shining form. That's why we're saying here it's a it was a light which is planted. Meaning it was still shining. It was still felt that this was a real godly existence, a godly being. But how the soul descends already to the world of Bria, which is the second level after after its descent from the world of Atzilus. So after it's descending down and it goes to the world of creation, which is now Yeshmi Ain, which is now the first world, which is a creation of something from nothing, which goes through a intense contraction, intense concealment of the Parsa. Of this intense contraction, which conceals the light of Atzilus, misalim oira. Then the light of the soul becomes concealed and hidden. Even though, even after, even though that after it's this descent and it goes to the world of Bria, it still has not changed from its essence of its existence, and it's still you can call it this is a real a godly existence, as explained in other places, but still. Meaning, this is just the outer layer, so to say, of the soul, which is changing, not the essence of the soul. The essence of the soul always remains godly, and a piece of Hashem, which totally just is a piece of godliness, like this spark that just separated from the flame. But now, the outer layer, this revelation of that of that godly essence, is not is not is now concealed. It's hidden. But the the light of the soul, meaning the revelation, the outer layer of that soul, is now hidden, and it doesn't shine in a revealed way. And therefore, when this soul comes down to the body and the the light of the soul is not revealed so much, automatically, it doesn't have that natural yearning of the spark that the spark has to go back into the flame because that, the outer layers of the soul now become have become concealed. And even though that this every soul is a flame of Hashem, naturally, meaning it naturally has that desire to come back to the source, it's like a spark separated from the great torch, 
But how the soul descends, it goes through many descents, and, and through that descent, going through a process of, of going to the world of Bria, which is literally becomes creation of Yashmi'ayin, an intense contraction between the world of Atsilas and Bria, now the soul, the light of the soul is concealed, and that natural desire that the soul has to run back to its source is hidden. We'll stop there on the top of page Kufu Dalif, 111 on the top line. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chesidis. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chesidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teirer Lukute Teira almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.